People say knowledge is power. Ignorance is bliss. Money is the root of all evil. This is all nonsense. These are myths. Ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is costly, very costly. Ignorance is tragedy. Ignorance is illness. Ignorance is not good. Ignorance is not bliss. And what you don't know won't hurt you is bullshit. What you don't know will hurt you. Knowing and not doing is worse than not knowing. Because at least a guy that doesn't do it because he doesn't know is because he doesn't know. Stop thinking that money is a root of all evil. Stop saying that. Money is neutral. You give a good person some money, guess what? They're probably going to do good. You give a bad person some money, they're probably going to do bad. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Driven Not Given podcast. JC Rangel, as always, we're going to get into the myth busters here today, right? What do I mean by myth busters? There's a lot of common sayings out there that, you know, that people think, seem to think that are true. Not only that, the problem with them is that they also serve as philosophies. Without us knowing it, we adopt some of these things that we, maybe we've heard throughout our, our entire life and we adopt them as philosophies. We adopt them as truth. And when they're your philosophies, they will affect how you live your life and how you view things. So, for example, let's get into the first one. Everybody's heard this, I'm sure. Every single body has heard this, and that is money is a root of all evil. Money is not the root of all evil. Money is neutral. The, the good book says that the love of money is a root of all evil, but money itself is not evil. What if you've got somebody that's saving the world? What if you've got somebody that has a passion for helping orphan children? And matter of fact, the very studio that we're in, my buddy Wences, shout out to Wences, by the way, my buddy Wences owns this studio. His good buddy had a job, a corporate job making a quarter million dollars a year. He left that corporate job to move to Mexico to work with orphan kids in Mexico. He went out there as a trip just to volunteer. And he was moved and touched so much that he quit his $250,000 per year job. And he makes a fraction of that now because to him, money isn't the most important thing. To him, he wants to help other people. Now, what if his former employer says to him, hey, here's the deal. That quarter million dollar salary we used to pay you, we're going to keep paying it to you so you could do good by these kids out here. What is he going to do with that money? Now, what if he ends up buying them food? What if he ends up buying them shelter, medicine, clothes, what, all of their essentials? As much as he can with 250000 My question is, would money be bad in that scenario? Of course, we know the answer is no. So stop thinking that money is a root of all evil. Stop saying that. Money is neutral. You give a good person some money, guess what? They're probably going to do good. You give a bad person some money, they're probably going to do bad. Okay? For example, money makes you more of what you already are. I have a guy that I know who, I'm in the solar industry. This guy's in the solar industry as well. Sharp guy. He had never made it. You know, we both have done network marketing for a long, long time. And uh, he never really made it. N never really made any money. We were able to tell from early early on that if this dude ever did make money, he'd go crazy. I mean, he'd do drugs, prostitutes, party, drinking, all of it. We knew that that was the case, okay? He was just kind of like, you know, he was very determined to make money and he would do things that were not right. He would backstab people and he would cut deals that he shouldn't cut, lie to people to get what he wanted, all kinds of stuff like that. You know the type. Finally, he in the solar business, got rich. 
started making more money than he even imagined he could ever make. And you, and you could see that in the way of living, right? Now, here's the deal. The guy's living his best life. I'm not knocking what he's doing. It's not, it's not what I would do, and it's not, it's not what I do. We're different people. So I'm not, I'm not sitting here judging him. The point that I'm getting to is this. To some people, money can end up being a bad thing. But money itself is neutral. Money itself is just a thing. It's just paper. It's just a means to an end, right? Whether that end is good things or that end is bad things. But here's a problem what happens. What happens when people think money is a root of all evil, unconsciously, your subconscious mind thinks that money is bad. Therefore, it repels money. Now, there's universal laws and there's man-made laws. Man-made laws can be broken. Universal laws cannot be broken. So the law of attraction, right? The law of attraction of what you constantly think about and what you really think about a certain subject, what you really think about money in this case, is going to affect your relationship with money because you've got a bad relationship with money. If you think that money is bad and all rich people are evil, a lot of people in the poor and middle class have been told, Rich people are bad. Rich people are evil, which is absolute garbage. It's absolute bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. Okay. Rich people are the ones that create jobs for people, for others. If it wasn't for people, not only rich people, I'm not saying that all rich people are the ones that with businesses, but for example, what they try to make it seem, and I'm kind of getting off a little bit on a, on a tantrum here, but we've been told these philosophies, right? But here's my philosophy. This is I got into it. I'm going to finish it. You've got a business owner that employs people. I just saw a, an episode of somebody saying, yeah, if you employ somebody, a very leftist way of thinking. And he says, if you employ people, that's a form of slavery. I said, really? So if he doesn't employ you, you don't have a way to make money. So how are you going to feed your kids? But that person took the risk to go out there and start a business more than likely failed 10 times before he started a successful business. 95% of businesses fail. When I apply for a job, right? If I were to apply for a job, I'm, I'm a business owner. I'm not, I'm not an employee. But if I were to apply for a job, how much effort does that take? Making a resume, showing up to an interview, being semi-sharp, knowing what I'm talking about or at least pretend to be, right? That's the effort. But the business owner, guess what they have to do? They have to go out there and invest. They have to go out there and take risks. They have to go out there and take loans. They have to pay their employees before they pay themselves. Anyways, I got off on a tantrum. That's a whole nother episode. The point is money itself is simply neutral. It's simply paper. It is not the root of all evil. The love of money is a root of all evil. If I love money itself, the, the money, this is what I believe again, by the way, I, 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 I'm a Bible reading person. As a matter of fact, I read the Bible this morning. I believe in what that book says, whether you believe in the Bible, whether you're Christian or not, or you're atheist or you're, or you're Muslim or you're whatever. I respect your beliefs. I'm telling you what my beliefs are. I believe that the love of money itself, that is evil. I do believe what the good book says, but money itself is not evil, right? So anyways, let's go on to the next one. What you don't know won't hurt you. In other words, another one very similar, ignorance is bliss. No, ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is not bliss. And what you don't know will hurt you. I love it when people say ignorance is bliss. No, ignorance is broke. If you're ignorant on a lot of things, you're going to end up broke. Ignorance is strategy. Strategy. I can't even talk. Ignorance is tragedy. Ignorance is illness. 
Ignorance is not good. Ignorance is not bliss. And what you don't know won't hurt you is bullshit. What you don't know will hurt you. Let me give you an example. I was saying this over and over on social media. I was saying two years ago, two and a half years ago, approximately, all through the last two, two and a half years, the real estate market is going to crash. When all of this money printing started happening after the coronavirus and all of this money printing, I said, things are going to hit the fan. You cannot just print all of this money and think that nothing's going to happen. And I was telling people, I have a friend, matter of fact, my, my son goes to a Christian church, uh, a Christian school. And one of the parents there was telling me that he was thinking of buying a house all the way up in the desert over here in, in California, Southern California. And he was going to pay like $650,000 for that house that just not even 10 years ago was worth 300,000 because everything got inflated because of FOMO, fear of missing out. People are like, oh, I got to buy the house because of the interest rates are so low. I got to buy a house because the interest rates are so low. I'm like, but, but interest rates are low, but houses are at an all time high. The house market is going to crash and we're seeing it. One of the most searched Google, one of the most Google searched uh, phrases is how to sell my house fast. How to sell my house fast is right now, today, as of August 2022, is one of the most commonly searched things on Google. Okay, how to sell my house fast. Why? Because here's what happened. The FOMO started selling up, 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 up. Now people have had their house and it's not selling. Just six months ago, a year ago, there was 40 offers on a home. At least in California, this was a case. That's not being the case anymore. Now the prices are starting to come down. Guess what? This happened exactly in 2008. In 2007, I know because I was a realtor back in 2007. I, I remember having listings, like five listings. I think one out of the five sold. We had a million dollar house that went down and sold for 780,000 or something like that. Okay. So here's what happens. Let's say, for example, there's a, there's a $800,000 house and I was able to get it when the interest rates were two, 3%. Let's say two and a half percent, $800,000 house. I would much rather buy that $800,000 house at 550,000 and pay a 5% interest rate than to buy it at 800,000 and pay a two and a half or 3% interest rate. Now the payment is going to be about the same. So the, 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 the realtor may say to you, well, the payment is going to be the same. Sure. It's going to be the same, but I owe more. I would much rather owe less with the same payment than to owe more with the same payment, but a lower interest. I don't care about the interest. I care about the loma because guess what? If I'm paying, let's say 4,000 bucks a month, whether it's 800,000 with a low interest rate or 550,000 with a higher interest rate, but the payment's still four grand, I know that the upside, when it goes back to 800,000, guess what? I got $300,000 in, in, in equity. So it's not a good time to buy. So a lot of people, ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is costly, very costly. So when the real estate market goes down, guess what I know? I know the time to buy is coming because we've seen this. This happens in real estate every 12 to 20 years. Okay. The, the real estate market is starting to come down. I believe it's going to come down about 20%, maybe 25%. Guess what? Those people, if you know, and you study and you're not ignorant, right? Ignorance is bliss. And you're not ignorant. You can start to study these things and you can start to realize, huh? Maybe I'm not going to go put $50,000 down payment on the house. What if I wait and I could put instead of 50, I could put 30. 
And I still get the house $200,000 cheaper, of course, depending on the market that you're in. I happen to be talking about California. $200,000 cheaper. I don't care that the interest rate is going to be higher. That doesn't matter to me. I'm still going to be paying the same. And my upside potential is a lot more. It's just not a smart thing to do right now. Here's what I tell people. My advice, my opinion. I'm not giving you financial advice, by the way. I'm telling you my opinion. Okay? I would wait 12 to 18 to 24 months. Because I think we're going to start seeing it come down, come down, come down, come down. We're already seeing it. Go talk to people that sell high-end watches. That is a first industry that lets you know that we're changing. You know why? Because nobody needs a high-end watch. I don't need a $10,000 watch on my wrist. I don't need that. But if I needed the money, that's one of the first things I'm going to get rid of. There's a lot of telltale signs that we're going, We're by the way, we're going into a recession. Into a recession is where we're going a lot of things are going to be affected and real estate is one of those things that's going to be affected. So ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is tragedy, it's tragedy, right? I'm telling you, I can't talk today. Ignorance is silly. If you could avoid not being ignorant, right? You should avoid not being ignorant, right? Now, staying on the same subject with real estate, <clears throat> I know that the time is coming to go and look at four unit apartments, four unit apartments, four unit apartments. Buy them cheaper, higher interest rate. Guess what? When the prices of homes continue to increase, that's what's going to happen. They increase, interest rates go down. So if right now, imagine I'm going to have the same monthly payment, but I'm going to owe less and the interest rate is high, eventually the equity goes up because when the prices go up again, next five, 10 years, right? They go up, interest rates are going to go low. That's just how it goes. If one of them goes up, the other one goes down. I'm going to rent them in the meantime. Now, as they're going up, I'm able to refinance for a lower interest rate, but I still owe the $500,000 or less than $500,000, right? Because of that. Another thing that I know, because I study markets and I know that <clears throat> what I don't know will hurt me, so therefore I try to know. So here's one thing I know, being in the solar industry, here's what I know. 20 to 30% of the real estate agents in the market are going to leave the market in the next 12 to 18 months. A bunch of them have already left. Here's an interesting thing. Today's August 4th, 2022. It's a Thursday, okay? Today being Thursday, we have a lunch and learn right after this. About three hours from now, I have a lunch and learn at a restaurant. Shout out to A Toda Madre Restaurant in Whittier, California. So I have a lunch and learn, and we've got about 30 to 40 real estate professionals showing up. Not only real estate professionals, right? Other professionals from different industries showing up to learn about the solar industry. Why? Because ignorance is not bliss. I understand that. So I'm not ignorant to this. So I know the real estate market is changing. So what happens if, if houses are not selling? Real estate agents are not making money. Loan officers are not making money. So what do we do? We cater to those people because we sell solar. Do solar agents, do, excuse me, do real estate agents know homeowners? Of course, that's their clientele. So if they know homeowners and you're not making money, you're not making those seven, ten, fifteen thousand dollar commissions, twenty thousand dollar commissions. Let me show you how to make those seven, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar commissions. Not in real estate, but in solar. So what do we do? Because we know that they're hurting, we promote to them even more. We say, hey man, you don't got to go broke. Because make no mistake about it, a lot of these realtors they're gonna go broke. They're going broke. So I do these lunch and learns, and I invite them. I say, hey, come and have lunch on me. And come and learn about the solar industry. Come and learn how you can make an extra fifty to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars with your existing clientele, and not skip a beat. Not have a a, a bad end to your twenty twenty two, and to have an incredible twenty twenty three. So we've got thirty to forty of them showing up in about three hours to the restaurant today. 
Why? Because ignorance is not bliss. Because what I don't know will hurt me. So I try to know these things that are important to me. The next one is knowledge is power. Bullshit. Knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power. See, that's another myth. People say knowledge is power. Ignorance is bliss. Money is the root of all evil. This is all nonsense. These are myths. Knowledge isn't power. Let me give you an example. I used to have a doctor. He was overweight. He was about maybe six feet tall, 300 pounds. I think we could all agree that's an overweight person. And it wasn't muscular. He wasn't like a bodybuilder. You know, 600, you know, uh, uh, six foot tall bodybuilder. I guess that person might be able to hit 300 pounds. That's not the case with this guy. This guy was overweight. He was unhealthy, right? And as big as he was, I'd be surprised if he didn't already have diabetes. But he's a doctor. Now, let me ask you this. Doctors know about what? H word. About health. Do you think, this is a rhetorical question here, do you think that he knows how to not be overweight? Do you think he knows how to be healthier? Yes. Of course he knows how to be healthier. That's a stupid question. Obviously, we know that. And if you did, didn't know that, then you, you shouldn't be on this podcast. Okay? I don't want you to listen to this information. The point is this. That doctor had the knowledge to not be as big as he is, to not be as unhealthy as he is, to not be risking his life the way he is. Because that's, that's essentially what he's doing. He's risking his life, right? Now, question, what power does that have? None. Because he's not applying the knowledge. So knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is power. Here's one of the things I mentor. I've mentored a lot of people in my life and I continue to mentor people in my life. One of the things that stubborn, unsuccessful people tend to say very often is this. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. You know they should be at training, right? Yeah, I know. You know you should be more consistent, right? Yeah, I know. You know that you should be this, right? Yeah, I know. I know. But why don't you do it? You must not know. And you hear me say this often. Knowing and not doing is worse than not knowing. Because at least a guy that doesn't do it because he doesn't know is because he doesn't know. But if you keep saying that you know, that, that you have the knowledge and you don't do it, you're wasting your time and you're wasting whoever you're working time, your boss's time, your mentor's time. Don't come and waste my time is what I tell people. If you're going to keep making the same mistake and I got to keep telling you these things, I'm not taking your calls no more. I'm not investing my time with you because my schedule is booked because I get shit done, right? I'm the kind of guy that gets shit done. You must be the other guy because you keep saying I fucking know, but you don't fucking know and it'd be better if you didn't know. Get your ass together and stop saying I know and just fucking do it. Just go and do it. And I'm sorry that, 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 that a couple of, uh, uh, I, I might bleep them out, okay? Because I, I, I'm not trying to cuss. But the, I'm trying to get a point across. Knowledge is empowered. That is a myth. Again, man, I mean, I know some very knowledgeable, book smart people with degrees in economics. They got more degrees than a thermostat and they're broke. Why? Again, because knowledge is empowered. That is a myth. So anyways, hope you guys enjoy this episode of the Driven Not Given podcast. This is the myth buster episode, right? We want to go ahead and crush some of these myths that are out there. That way you could change the way that you think. And if you could change the way that you could think, you could change the person that you are gradually. So you go out there and eventually conquer and dominate in whatever it is that you do. So with that being said, JC Rangel signing off. I'll see you at the top or from the top. Take care.